Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Montana's only daily sports talk show, Nuanez Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! What's up, everybody? Welcome in. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. We got to get right to it because we got a lot of ground to cover today. NFL in Montana, second day in a row. Yesterday, nine NFL scouts descended upon Missoula to take in uh, the performance of seven former Montana Grizzlies, including outstanding performances by Patrick O'Connell, Justin Ford, Malik Flowers, and Marcus Wellnell. All those guys, I thought, uh, at least fortified, if not helped, their pro chances. And then today, seven scouts in Bozeman. I think that the lingering perception going into today was that the Grizz had several of the better NFL prospects. Not so fast. Outstanding days. I thought that... Three guys at Montana State, Ty Okada, who will join us here in just about five minutes, Callahan O'Reilly, who will join us right after Ty, and James Campbell, all absolutely improved their NFL stock. And Okada, maybe, just maybe, might have played himself into the NFL draft. We'll see how it all plays out, but an enormous day for Ty Okada. I've covered the Big Sky Conference for 17 years now. There's been some outstanding pro days. This one rivals when Mark Mariani dropped the 4-4 on the stopwatch and, and got himself drafted. Uh, it rivals when Shan Schillinger uh, from Montana uh, did something similar the following year. Uh, on the Mount Rushmore of the pro days that I've covered for both the Cats and the Grizz, this one by Ty Okada, it, it's on there. It's probably alongside Shan Schillinger, Mark Mariani, and Brock Coyle at Montana and Daniel Hardy and Alex Singleton at Montana State. Ty Okada's is absolutely right there in the all-time great pro days uh, that we have seen during our time covering the Big Sky Conference. So we'll wrap up with those guys 
uh, give you some of the, the results, officially unofficial, until they're official. It's hard to really track it all down, but we do have some some pretty good numbers, especially when it comes to the jumps. Those are tangibly uh, written in stone. So we have those numbers for you, so we'll break all that down. We're also going to continue our coverage of the state championship-winning basketball teams, including uh, being joined by a guy who recently retired, going out on top. Charlie Johnson, the former now head coach of the Billings West High School girls basketball team. He'll join us at 4.30 for a live interview to recap the Golden Bears' recent run to the state title and also just talk about his career, how Billings West has evolved, how Class AA has evolved, and why right now is the right time uh, for him to step away and uh, turn the reins over to somebody else. We also got free wings, courtesy of the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. That's coming up about 4.45 The uh, Wing It Wednesday, every Wednesday here on Nuanas Now. Very much looking forward uh, to that. And uh, then hour number two, a tradition like no other, as Jim Nance would say. The Masters starts tomorrow. I'm all sorts of jacked up for it. I got an email today from our great friends at Canyon River that at least the driving range is open. So hopefully golf is in our future. This is usually like week two or three of golf season. And for whatever reason, the winter will never end around here in Montana. So hopefully spring's on the horizon. Hopefully golf season is in full swing. But on the national level, one of the beloved and iconic tournaments of any sort in any sport begins in Augusta uh, tomorrow. So our great friend Andrew Schmidt, podcast contributor at SkylineSportsMT.com, a former Grizz running back and a guy who worked as an NFL agent for a long time. Uh, He is also a master's freak. He's obsessed with this stuff. He uh, can't get enough. He's always live tweeting the Masters, and he's just really funny. So uh, our good buddy will join us uh, at the top of the hour for the ESPN Roundtable as we talk some pro golf. And then we'll keep going around the wide world of sports here in Montana. Grizz Lacks head coach, uh, Tucker Sargent, will join us at 530 uh, to break down what's been going on for the Grizz so far. They've been on the road for most of the year this year, but they're back home uh, for most of the rest of the regular season. So where are they at in terms of their uh, pursuit of a national championship? They were a Final Four team last year. They have high expectations to be really, really good again this year, and they've done really, really well so far uh, this season. So Tuck will uh, stay in with us here uh, at 530. The, the numbers started pouring in, and the results were eye-opening. That is our show outlook, by the way, here on Nuanas Now. You're listening to 1029 ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Appreciate you for uh, tuning in or hanging out with me, Coulter Nuanas, here uh, on your Wednesday. The uh, I love the way that the pro day sort of builds and builds and builds, and I love that it's these guys competing at one last time as individuals, but also as teammates. And for a great many of these young men, and today the pro day at Montana State included Ty Okada, who'll join us here in just a minute, Callahan O'Reilly, former All Big Sky linebacker, James Campbell, and Tyrell Thomas, a couple corners uh, for Montana State, Jeffrey Manning, a former safety uh, for the Bobcats, and uh, Willie Patterson, a former wide receiver uh, for MSU. All six of those guys competed for the seven NFL scouts in uh, Bozeman today. But I love the way that they. That, that guys start to feed off of each other. Like yesterday when Pat O'Connell busted his big 10-foot two broad jump, that ignited all the other guys too. Uh, when they're cheering each other on running the 40s, you can tell they get a little extra juice from that. Well, today, the moment that ignited everybody was when Ty Okada soared almost 41 inches, 40 and a half inches in the vertical jump, which was one of the top marks 
period, among NFL prospects this year. To put that in perspective, that's four and a half inches more than Troy Anderson jumped. That's even two inches more than Patrick O'Connell jumped yesterday, and Patrick O'Connell's jump was eye-opening. So 40.5 inches is a monstrous vertical leap no matter who you are, especially for a, a DB that's you know right around six feet tall. So uh, pretty good there. And that then started this avalanche of great numbers. James Campbell, 37.5-inch vertical. Callahan O'Reilly, 37.5-inch vertical. Then they got outside and uh, ran the 40s, did the, the shuttle times, the L drills. We haven't gotten any times yet on all the, the horizontal stop-and-go stuff, but the 40 times were very good. Ty, Ty O'Connor ran in the 4-4s twice. James Campbell ran in the 4-4s twice. Callahan O'Reilly ran in the 4-6s twice. So those were all really good numbers for those guys and certainly fortified and probably accelerated uh, their NFL dreams. But it was Okada that then put the cherry on top with a broad jump of 10 foot nine, which is an unbelievable mark. That's three inches farther than Troy Anderson jumped last year at the NFL Combine. I saw a monstrous day by Ty Okada. A uh, 40 and a half inch vertical, a 4-4-40, and a 10-9 broad jump is absolutely going to turn heads for the NFL scouts and to get them to watch his film. And if they watch his film, they're going to see a guy that played all over the field at Montana State, an excellent open field tackler, a guy who can play nickel, a guy who's played some corner, a guy who can play both free and strong safety. He can play rover. He's exceptionally smart. He's got great leadership skills, was a captain for the Bobcats. I thought that it was going to be uphill sledding for all these Bobcat guys to get in NFL camps, but when you have numbers that legitimize your athleticism, it opens the door. And then if you can get an opportunity, you can go in there and you can show what you got all of a sudden, you got yourself a real opportunity. We've seen this time and again. When the Montana guys can get into camps, they can earn their way onto uh, rosters, whether it's on practice squads or on the active roster. So uh, this was a job interview basically today for those guys at Montana State, and they absolutely killed it. Let's hear from the guy who turned the most heads. Our pro day coverage continues, and super cool to have scouts from across the NFL in Montana these last couple days. We had uh, seven scouts in Bozeman today for Montana State's pro day, watching six former Bobcats, including four defensive backs, perform, and some great performances highlighted by the guy who joins us next here on Nuanas Now, a guy who's contributed to this show many times over the last several years. One of our favorites, it's Ty Okada, former Bobcat captain, and an all-big sky, nickelback safety, a versatile guy that's played a bunch of positions there at Montana State. Uh, Ty Thanks so much for joining us, man. I'm sure you're uh, on cloud nine right now. It was a hell of a performance today. Uh, how you feeling? No, Coulter, I appreciate the kind words. And, and hopefully this isn't our last time you're, you're talking about my contributions to your show. But I just, I, I love talking to you. We, we talk some great ball and life. And, and so I hope that this isn't the last time. But I'm feeling really great. I'm very happy with the performance I put out there. And to be able to do it with the group of guys that I did that, you know, that, that group and I have been through a lot throughout these four years, five years, six years, you lose count after so many, right? But um, a lot of great things. And, and to be able to experience that with, that with those guys was something super special. One of the things I love about Pro Day is how you do each drill one at a time, and then you can start to build momentum. And I think it's so awesome when multiple guys are balling out and doing great marks, and you can just see everybody feeding off the athleticism. But this thing really got started. I was glued on Twitter today watching all the videos and stuff. But this thing really got started when you hit almost the very top of the vertical measurement and uh, come down with almost a 41-inch vertical, 40 inches and some change. And that seemed to pump you up. That seemed to pump everybody else up, too. So I uh, just take us through that. I mean, how much do you think that kind of just ignited the entire pro day, not only, not only for you, but also your teammates. No, absolutely. I felt like a lot of the guys fed off of that energy. And to your point, you kind of, 
Pro Day is so interesting. You take each drill one at a time, and you you gotta you gotta try to ride those emotional highs because as as physically grueling as it is, it's mentally and most emotionally grueling. So just being able to start off in that on that page was was incredible, and I think that it was it was helpful for not only myself but the the rest of the guys competing at Pro Day. And then the big marks continued. You threw down a couple 40s in the 4-4 range, which is exactly what you probably had to do as an aspiring NFL defensive back. And then the other one that was just such an eye-popping number was your broad jump, 10-foot-9, farther than Troy Anderson, man. <laughs> Were you expecting to go that big in the broad jump? No, you know what? When you hear your name, and, 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 and Troy's my guy. I love that dude, and he is. You look at his relative athletic score, and it's up there with anyone that has ever participated in the NFL. You can go and look that up on, like, the RAS, I believe. But, you know, you hear your name above that guy on, on one single thing, and I'll take it. You know what? He's got me beat about just about every other mark, and so I'll, uh, I'll take it where I can get it. No, that's exciting. I'll have to share that with him. I guess I didn't know that at the time. Well, I think he's got pretty much every human that's ever lived beat in a lot of different things, so that's yeah, kind of how it goes. One of the great athletes we've ever covered. Ty Okada joining us here uh, on Nuanas Now. He is a uh, now former Bobcat, a captain of uh, the 2022 uh, Montana State football team, and it just got done competing in his pro day. What, just take us through the preparation process for this. Uh, where were you at? Where were you training? What sort of stuff did you do? And what was it like You know, sort of grinding for three, three and a half months, uh, looking forward to just this one day, this one performance? Gosh, it is crazy when you put it into perspective like that. You put so much time and energy into one day and really only a couple hours. But I was down in Denver, so right right after the season, I flew down to Denver, was training at a Landau sports performance. And those those guys are incredible over there. It's owned by Lauren Landau, the former strength coach of the Denver Broncos, and then Coach Augie, the head speed strength coach out there who worked with our group the majority of the time. Just incredible people on and a, shout, a quick shout-out to the strength coach, Coach Sean Heron, out at Montana State. I mean, I was I was steps, leaps, and bounds ahead of guys going into my going into this training simply because it was it was very similar to everything that we do um, at Montana State. It, it had a lot to do with explo- being explosive. We were on the tendo unit, so tracking how fast you're moving a bar, whether it be you know you're squatting, cleaning, benching. And, and that's all similar stuff that we do at Montana State. And so to be able to have that type of preparation from Coach Sean was just incredible going into the process. And then being able to carry that through with Coach Augie and everyone at Landau was, was incredible. It's so interesting, too, because a couple tenths of a second can can not necessarily dictate, but certainly influence your future. And it's only a small part of the puzzle because there's still the entire part of it about it where you have to play football, too. But it is sort of like this right. entry point and this grand tryout. So when you are you know, standing there with your hand on the line or you know standing there ready to jump or whatever, what's going through your mind? How do you handle just sort of the magnitude of that moment? For me, it's been all about visualization. I think something great about Landau is they they had mental performance coaches, and they harped on every single day. I mean, I'm talking for three months. I visualize myself before I go to bed. What is it going to look like when I'm underneath that vertical jump? What is it going to look like when I'm lined up at the start of my 40 and you've got scallops at the end of it with their clocks out? You know, those are very nerve-wracking things, but... You're, if you're disciplined in your visualization and you just do that every day like I was doing, I mean, it, it felt like just another day of training, and it made it, I feel like, just that much easier to hit the marks that I did. 
Tyler Cotta here on New Orleans Now, ESPN Radio. What's the next steps then? I mean, what do you think today did for you in terms of fortifying your NFL chances? And what do the next couple weeks look like uh, leading up to uh, the NFL draft later on this month? Gosh, it's uh, it's going to be an exciting, you know, few weeks here leading up to the draft. There were some teams that were very interested prior to this, and I think just being able to solidify these numbers that I knew I was going to hit, but communicating, communicating those numbers to the scouts, you know, they're they're kind of like, okay, well, we'll we'll see, right? And now that you hit those marks, I heard I had some great feedback from a bunch of the scouts there, and I think it just solidifies. You know, I talked to some coaches where they're thinking, or scouts, that they're thinking, yeah, you definitely made an argument to get drafted, but at the minimum, you're signing a good, you know, signing bonus and and uh, contract for a team at the end of the draft if if my name's not called. The last couple things for you. It's such an interesting dynamic, too, when you talk about how you you sacrifice so much over the, the last five or six years for, for a common goal, a common good, and you're doing it with so many guys that become like your brothers. And then you sort of have to transition into doing it all about yourself, but then you're going to have to go back and make your way onto a team again. So just take us through that balancing act, and, and what was it like just having you know this last three-month training block just focusing on Ty Okada? Yeah, very, very different. You know, I, I love the team that we have at Montana State and the culture that we've set there and just all the winning, all the great friendships. The Those guys are family for life. And, to, you know, have to be selfish was definitely a transition for me that, quite honestly, is not the easiest. I, uh, it's weird probably, right? I, very, very weird. The dynamic is completely different. But even, you know, the, the cool part about training and the guys that I train with and the agency that I signed with, I, I lived with a group of guys that were very like-minded and all had those similar goals. So I was able to still kind of find my friend group and, and, and family that way, which was which was great. And, and the roommates that I had out in Denver were incredible. And and so being able, you just, to your point, you, you find and build those relationships elsewhere. And it may look a little bit different, but at the end of the day, it's still it's still the same. If an NFL team's going to take a chance on Ty Okada, what are they going to get? Oh my goodness, they're going to get they're going to get an athletic, extremely smart, true defensive back. I mean, you know, I had scouts come up and ask me, you know, where do you see yourself in the background? And I know it sounds cliche, but I am I'm a defensive back. I showed in my numbers today that I'm athletic enough where you can put me anywhere. You watch my film, I've taken snaps off the edge, blitzing in the box in the post, playing slot corner, outside corner. I mean, uh, they're, they're going to get someone that can do it all and someone that's going to that's gonna grind on special teams and be a special teams ace. No matter what team I go to, I'm going to be the best special teams player on that team. And they're going to get a, a leader and a competitor. It's just not in my nature to accept not being the best at what I do. And so they're going to get it, the ultimate competitor out of me. He's Dale Cotta. Former Montana State Bobcat, NFL hopeful, just had an awesome pro day there at Montana State, including a couple 40s in the low 4-4s, an almost 41-inch vertical, and a broad jump of 10'9", all which would have ranked at or near the top of numbers at the recent NFL Combine. The NFL Draft later on this month, so we will certainly be catching up with Ty and all the other guys that participated uh, in their pro days over the last couple days across the state of Montana. Ty, congratulations on the great performance, man. We'll certainly be in touch, but thanks so much for making some time today. No, always my pleasure, Coulter. I, I really appreciate the work that you do in the spotlight. You shine on us athletes, so it, it means a lot. And I look forward to having more conversations with you down the road. He's hired as an analyst if he uh, if the NFL thing doesn't quite work out. One of our favorite style Kata, Montana State. Uh, Bobcat, now NFL hopeful, joining us here after a monster pro day that included a 40-and-a-half-inch vertical, 
442 and 444 in the 40 and a 10 foot 9 broad jump. All those things definitely putting you on the map uh, as an NFL prospect. It is Nuanas Now on ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television and the ESPN MT app. I thought there were two other guys at Montana State that really, really helped themselves today. James Campbell, the cornerback, and I thought uh, it, 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 one of the great quotes we've gotten over the last several years came from Montana State strength and conditioning coach Sean Heron. When I asked him about James Campbell, he said, he's the fastest guy on the team. There's no question about it. He's a 4-4 flat guy, and his mouth is even faster than he is. <laughs> and I thought that was so great. Well, James Campbell, there's a lot of guys that say they're 4-4 guys. There's a lot of guys that want to believe they're 4-4 guys. There's a lot of guys that promote themselves at 4-4. James Campbell went straight out and ran 4-4-1 in front of the NFL scouts. So I, I, don't, I don't know what Campbell's upside is. He, he, he's got, a, he's got a, a decent amount of film at corner the last couple of years. After finally transitioning to corner, he was a high school quarterback who toiled at wide receiver for a couple of years, was sort of stuck in this logjam and couldn't get on the field. But he became this special teams ace and proved he could tackle. And then all of a sudden, he rapidly rose to become a starting corner there at MSU. And he was good. He just doesn't quite have like the all-big sky, all-American type accolades because he was so new to the position. But 4-4 flat doesn't lie, man. So maybe a team takes a flyer on him and uh, and gives him an opportunity. But then the third guy that I thought really helped himself was Callahan O'Reilly. And uh, this kid has been a great story since he first walked on out of Bozeman High School. He was a high school quarterback. And uh, I remember when he first came in, Jeff Choate was just chomping at the bit, waiting to see what would happen when they put him on defense. Because O'Reilly was a good quarterback. But he's also 6'3", you know, 230 pounds, and he's tough as nails. So the moment they moved him to inside linebacker, it clicked instantly, and all of a sudden, he's a three-and-a-half-year starter, one of the most productive players in the Big Sky Conference, a multiple-time All-Big Sky guy. Yet there was still some questions. How athletic is he? Does he really have uh, the, the, the true measurables to play at the next level? Well, today, a 37-and-a-half-inch vertical, 24 reps on the bench press, and a couple 40s in the 4-6 range, absolutely affirmed that he is a guy that can play at the next level. Our pro day coverage continues here on Nuanas Now. We've had a total of nine NFL teams in Montana over the last couple days, including seven at Montana State's Pro Day today to watch six Montana State Bobcats compete and try to prove themselves that they're worthy of an NFL shot. Joining us next, a Bozeman, Montana product, a multiple-year starter, and a multiple-time all-big sky inside linebacker there for the Bobcats. It's Callahan O'Reilly, a captain on the 2022 team, and a guy who had himself a hell of a day uh, there in Bozeman today. Cal, thanks so much for joining us, man. How you feeling? It seemed like it was a pretty darn good performance. What'd you think? Yeah, I appreciate you having me. Um, I'm super happy with how it went. You know, a lot of work put into it going in. There's always a little uncertainty to become out and put up the numbers I did. You know, I'm just super happy. Kind of relieved to have it over with and see what happens from here. I'm sure it is a relief, and it's such a weird dynamic, right, to, to train for months and months and months. You guys as football players are so accustomed to spending most of the year training for just a couple performances, but 11 games in a season is a lot more than just one morning worth of performance. So how would you get yourself ready? What have you been doing the last couple months, and what was it like preparing just for this, this one ultimate test uh, with a lot of pressure attached to it? Yeah, so I uh, I went out to Cincinnati uh, mid-January, and I spent 10 weeks out there training at a Midwest Athletic Performance. I was in a extended-stay hotel, same thing every day, waking up at the same time, working out twice a day, eating 
the same meals for every meal every day and just, you know, all for this four-hour stretch in the morning. And uh, I've been back in Bozeman for about the last 10 days, kind of give my body a little time to recover, uh, kind of get acclimated to the field and whatnot. But, I mean, it's just it's like a game, too, though. You know, you got to go out there and you got to compete with everyone out there, with everyone you've seen put up numbers before and just go out there and give it your all. So, you know, it's a little similar to football. The difference is, you know, you're just – the drills are so technical, you only get one shot at them. It's nothing like a game, but, you know, just going out there and performing on the big stage, it's kind of similar to that. Calhoun O'Reilly joining us, Bozeman High alum and a now Montana State alum as well, following his pro day today. Some of his standout numbers, 24 reps on the bench press, a 37.5-inch vertical, and a couple 40s in the 4.6-second range. Uh, what did you think just of your numbers? Did they, did they compare to exactly what you thought you were going to produce, or was there anything that exceeded your expectations? How did you think your numbers stacked up to maybe what you thought coming into it? They were, they were pretty similar. You know, I was trying to hit in that 4-6 range. The shuttle and Eldrill, I haven't got my numbers back yet for that, but I was trying to get around that 4-2 mark, around 7 flat, and I think that I did that. Uh, vertical, bench, and broad, you know, I got a few few extra ranges and a few more reps from those, I think, just because that adrenaline's pumping through. Yeah, I mean, you got hearts beating fast, going out there to perform. You know, I definitely got an extra inch or two on the jumps and I think two extra reps on the bench for my best, so definitely a good day. The heart pumping is such an interesting part, too, because your future can be influenced at least or even dictated by just a couple tenths of a second. So how'd you get yourself mentally locked in and, and prepared uh, when you know, I mean, the difference between 4.6 and 4.8 is big time. The difference between, you know, 34 inches and 37 inches or whatever, uh, it's such a small margin of error. So how, how did you get yourself prepared to, to maximize your performance? Yeah, it's kind of funny you say that because, I mean, going into a, a game or performance, you know, where you got to really think and analyze things and play, you got to kind of try to calm your heart down and try to mellow out and try to, you know, have that kind of mindset. When you're going into max performances like this, I mean, you can kind of let that heart rate get going. You can kind of let that adrenal hit you because you know it's only going to help you in the explosion um, piece of it. So kind of letting, you know, the adrenaline kick in a little bit and kind of letting it ride a little bit was definitely part of my plan. So I think that that worked out. I always love the way that these pro days build, too, because it's one drill and then the next drill, and, and you're competing with all your, your brothers, your, your former teammates. And uh, I thought it was awesome to see Ty Okada go big and get that 40-inch vertical, and then you follow it up with a big one. James Campbell follows it up with a big one. So uh, did you guys kind of feel the momentum building and kind of feed off of each other? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely just good to see guys come out and put up big numbers because you, I know we've talked about, like, what we're trying to hit, you know, what we're hitting in training. So when you go out there and see them exceed the numbers they hit in training, it gives you kind of that confidence, like, okay, they they did that, I can go do this. And it's just kind of, you know, having fun with it, too. It's the same thing as a football game. When, you, when you're making big plays, doing well, you know, you kind of have fun and it kind of takes that turn of kind of positive energy. So I think that kind of happened for us today. Kellyanne O'Reilly here on Nuanas Now, Bozeman High Product, a Montana State alum and an inspire, uh, aspiring NFL linebacker. You're listening to ESPN Radio or maybe watching SWX Montana Television or maybe streaming on the ESPN MT app, no matter how you're listening in. Thanks so much for being here. Uh, last couple things for you, Cal. What's the next couple weeks then look like for you? What are your expectations and, and uh, what sort of feedback did you get from, from the scouts in attendance today? You know, they all just they said I had a really good day, you know. They thought I put up really good numbers. So for here, it's kind of a waiting game. I'm going to keep training with uh, Sean Heron up here at MSU, I'm getting ready for a camp. And, you know, that's what I'm really excited for is just 
get a call to get an invite to a camp, and then I can really go and show, you know, how I play football because at the end of the day, that's what you got to do to play in the NFL. You got to play ball. And, you know, I think I've shown that in my four years here. I think that I've shown the intangibles of smarts, and I think going out there today and showing the athleticism is kind of the last piece I needed. So, you know, I'm excited. I think I'm excited to get a shot, excited to go show what I can do. So. I'm excited for you guys, and that's so true. I think that the pro days are sort of just the entry point, and then once you prove you can hang athletically, then all of a sudden get into a camp, go prove yourself, and we've seen it time and time again, especially guys from Montana. That Montana work ethic seems to always shine through, and uh, so I'm very excited for all you guys uh, to get an opportunity at least to prove yourselves. Uh, last thing for you, then, if an NFL team does take a chance on Callahan O'Reilly, what are they getting? Uh, they're getting a hard work, you know, they're getting an old school guy. He's going to come in, put his head down, do things the right way, do whatever's asked of him. You know, I'll play special teams. I'll do whatever it takes to get on the field. And, they you know, they're getting a smart football player. He's going to be consistent. I'm not an up-and-down guy. I'm going to go out there and be the same person every day, you know, and hold myself to a high standard. We'll definitely be in touch uh, over the next couple weeks. The NFL Draft coming down the pipe here the last weekend in April, and uh, we'll be in touch with all of you guys. But we appreciate you for swinging by today, and congratulations on an outstanding pro day, man. Yep, thank you, Coulter. Appreciate it. Calhoun O'Reilly, Bozeman High's finest. The NFL Draft begins Thursday, April 27th. Plays out the rest throughout the rest of that weekend. And uh, it's so funny. Before this week, before yesterday rolled around, I, I thought to myself, oh, I think there's some guys from both Montana and Montana State that could get into camps. I don't think anybody's going to be drafted. Like last year, we had the the thrill of having a couple guys from MSU drafted. Uh, Troy Anderson in the second round and Daniel Hardy in the seventh round. But uh, after these last couple days, I'm not saying it's likely because it's never likely. It's uh, certainly a uh, an uphill battle for sure. But... Better chances than I thought. Good job by those guys. You're doing your best when your best is needed. That's what sports are all about. How about going out on top? Charlie Johnson, Billings West, now former head girls basketball coach, joins us next. Our coach's corner with the recent head coach of the Class AA Girls Basketball State Champions. Next, keep it right here. Nuan is now ESPN Radio. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. When it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice. And that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, We handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days. And that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschultilaw.com. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. If you could only see uh, 17-year-old me seawalk into that song, oh, buddy. The memories are vivid. The dance moves are sweet. 
Hope you're having a great Wednesday. Jam-packed Wednesday show for you here uh, on Nuanas Now. Uh, fun time recapping all the Pro Day stuff for both Montana yesterday and Montana State today. And appreciate a couple of those Bobcat guys for jumping on the phone with me. Wasn't able to make it over to Bozeman on this Wednesday, uh, but did want to get some feedback. So thanks to Ty Okada, Cal O'Reilly for uh, jumping on with me. It's time now for our Coach's Corner. It's presented by Dave Maldonado and Maldonado Law. Dave is one of the top trial attorneys in the state of Montana. He's got more than 10 years of litigation experience in criminal defense, and he's also an ace when it comes to personal injury. So if you have any and every legal need, visit BigSkyDefender.com. Maldonado Law probably presenting the Coach's Corner uh, each week here on Nuanas Now. It's been a few weeks now since we had state champions crowned around the state of Montana, and we continue our coverage of recapping those state championships. We go down the Rangers Brothers RV phone line and welcome in. Recently now, the former head coach of the Billings West High School girls basketball team, but a guy who led West High to their first outright state championship on the court since 2011. It's Charlie Johnson joining us here on Nuanas. Now, Coach, I appreciate the time, man. How's things going? What's going on with you? Oh, hey, first, thanks for having me. Uh, doing doing well. Uh, a little odd here, not putting together summer schedules and spring open gyms, so that's a little different, but uh, uh, everything's good. The snow's finally melted, so I'm happy about that. Well, very good. We'll get to some of your uh, current and next steps, because I think that's an intriguing part of the story, but first... Let's talk about your team this last year. What an outstanding run you guys had. I thought Class AA was as wide open and competitive as it's ever been. If you had a power ranking, you, you could probably have a different top five every couple of weeks because there were so many good teams and so many good players. So going to the state tournament in Butte, I was wondering who's going to come out on top out of these eight teams. I think like seven of them probably could have won it. Uh, but at the end of the day, when the dust settles, Billings West beats Kalispell Flathead for the state title. Your first outright state title as a head coach. So just take us through the run. How are you guys able to put it together so well, uh, especially in March when it came to the state tournament in Butte? Yeah, you know, for for us, especially, you know, the last couple seasons, I don't want to say we really ran out of steam at March. We just didn't play, or I guess I shouldn't say we didn't play well. The ball just didn't go in the basket or just the ball didn't bounce our way at those times. And, you know, I thought with this year's group, um, especially like you mentioned, a lot of really good basketball teams and uh, something I'm excited for, just being a fan outside of it, is just continuing to watch some of these, uh, you know, players, uh, uh, some of these teams on these, and players on these teams just develop and go. I was, I hadn't really seen Big Sky play and, and watching some of their younger players. Uh, they're going to be a fun program here in the next couple of years to keep an eye on. Same thing with Gallatin on the girls' side. And so for, you know, going back to us, you know, I just thought, you know, we we were very talented um, as far as our lineup and our skill set. And I just thought if we just could outwork teams and outplay them, sometimes that's hard to do when, you know, you have talented players that are just used to things coming very easily for them. And, I just thought we had to kind of, you know, get that grit and get tough. And our girls grinded it out the last, you know, really four and a half, five weeks of the season where maybe we weren't as pretty offensively as I'd like. But, you know, defensively, we were really, really good. And uh, when we played Skyview in that divisional championship, holding a, a player like Brandon Williams to 10 points, uh, 
uh, really spoke volumes of uh, of the girls guarding her, but just the team effort and, like I said, that kind of like that grit and hard nose. They just wanted to uh, shut teams down from scoring, and that's kind of how I, I felt like we just pulled through. Charlie Johnson, the head coach of the Billings West yep. Golden Bears, joining us here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Uh, following double A too, it seemed like I know that uh, Layla Bauman, your outstanding point guard, was out earlier in the year, and then when it seemed like when she came back, that was also a catalyst for it. So uh, and she's so great, especially defensively. So how much did that help you guys defensively? How important was she to what you guys did? Yeah, you know she's she's. I mean, I'm very biased, but you know she's a top player in the state, um, just for what she does and. Years past, she's been more of a, a of a player that we ran a lot off screens, and you know she was a high forty, low fifty percent three point shooter, and you know um, and still defensively she was a menace. And this year, kind of taking on a little bit newer role of playing kind of our combo guard, a little bit more in the point guard position for us. Um, just having that, just a leader back on the floor. I mean, she played for has played you know varsity basketball for four years, and she was on the on our COVID team that, you know, got cut short and she was a, a main contributor, you know, being, a, you know, only a freshman. And so I think just the experiences she took um, from those years past and um, coming off of an injury, you know, where she was kind of uh, limited to what she could do later in the summer and the off season, she was really hungry to get back on the court. And um, we were definitely a different, different team with her out there. And as far as our identity, we, we kind of just followed her lead. You know, she's, just tough nose and a great teammate, a great leader, everything that you want. You, you know, any coach, you know, you'd be lucky to have eight to ten Layla Bombins on your team. So we were, you know, just glad that she could get her senior season in. And uh, it's definitely a, a game changer for us. Well, take us through the, the state championship game itself because it was a uh, a battle, to say the least, a defensive slugfest for sure. And it was back and forth. No team could really gain any momentum. But then Courtney Grossman hit that awesome three in transition that gave you guys just a little bit of momentum, a little bit of breathing room, and then you were able to hang on and, and finish the deal. So uh, how big was that shot? And also what was it like just seeing that group of girls and yourself and your staff uh, getting a chance finally to celebrate a state championship? Yeah, it, you know, that was a game that, you know, we, we actually met Flathead uh, the, the previous year. They actually knocked us out of the state tournament um, in the morning loser out, and I knew that uh, Coach Tudor, I knew he was um, returning a, a heck of a squad, you know, uh, and like I said, the Flathead girls are just well coached, they're physical, they're athletic, um, you know, they do a lot of really, really good things, and a lot of things are kind of tough to match up with, and, you know, I, I thought we jumped out okay, you know, at the beginning of the game, I thought we were in a pretty good flow offensively, and, and we just kind of went cold, and and I thought Flathead took advantage of it, and they got hot. And I, mean, I thought it was just it was a big game of runs. You know, where they were going to run, and we were going to run. And um, you know, Courtney, if you were out talking to her, she probably didn't say she played her best game as far as what she thought. She's a stud for us, and she she does a lot of really good things. But you know, she missed some easy shots that she normally makes, and for her to step up in that moment without hesitation, you know, sometimes it's really easy for a player that maybe is struggling to kind of maybe be hesitant or pass up that shot maybe that she had. And um, I thought, you know, just she stepped into it like a big-time player and was confident and hit the shot. And, and then we got kind of a nice high-low between the Pierce sisters 
and then just kind of separated the free throw line. I thought in the tournament we were great from the free throw line, and uh, Brooklyn Pierce, a, a freshman for us, really stepped up uh, uh, over the tournament weekends and knocked down big free throws and made big plays for us. So really, um, that game, I mean, I'd like to say that we had the two best teams in the state playing the very last game on Saturday. And, um, you know, you alluded to it earlier, there's a lot of really good teams that could have been in that game. And um, I think for Flathead to beat Skyview and for us to beat a really good Hellgate team um, in the semis just to get there, you know, speaks volumes of both teams. And like I said, I, I think, I'd like to think the crowd, everyone watching, thought we had the best two teams playing last game. And it was uh, it was a fun basketball game. Charlie Johnson, the head coach of the Billings West Golden Bears girls basketball team, the Class AA state champions, uh, a couple weeks ago there uh, in the Mining City, Butte, Montana. And, Coach, I know that that then turned into uh, your last run, and uh, I read the great article in the Billings Gazette about it, and uh, it sounded like you knew that this was going to be your last season uh, before the season began, but the, the announcement officially made after uh, you were uh, after you guys took home the state championship. So uh, just take us through the, the decision. I mean, that's pretty cool and pretty uh, pretty storybook to go out on top like that. But, I mean, what went into your decision to, to, to step away from Billings West? Yeah, um, you know, it was definitely uh, 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 when I when it finally came to be that it was for sure going to be done. It was a it was a it was a tough decision to kind of sit there and say, "Holy smokes!" You know, this is going to be it. Um, our athletic director at uh, Billings West, um, he actually put in uh, as far as retiring. He was this was going to be his last year, and I've been kind of working with him pretty closely behind the scene stuff the last couple of years. And that's always been an area that's kind of just intrigued me. Um, I, I, I go to all the sporting events. I'm, I'm our gym supervisor for volleyball in the fall. Um, so for, for me getting the chance to see, you know, the girls that I do coach get a chance to see them in, in different areas or different sports. It's, it's a cool thing to see. And I've always been just fascinated with, again, just uh, scheduling and the setup and, and just, you know, supporting, you know, again, West High Athletics. And, um, you know, it, it, that, that was tough. And I didn't really say anything to anyone as far as our, our players. I just really didn't want it. And I kind of said this before, maybe it would never have been a distraction, but it was just something I didn't really want to, to you know, take away from them because I'm, I'm a firm believer when we're in season and, and things like that. It's about the kids. It's about their time. And, um, you know, for them to... I just didn't want it to be um, any type of distraction. So kind of sitting on it. Some people around the, my inner circle kind of knew that um, this was it. But, um, yeah, it was it was probably one of the hardest things I had to do about a week and a half, two weeks ago, just when we had our team meeting, uh, telling them it was, it was it. But, you know, then you go back to thinking of the celebration we had and the, the emotion of winning it. And, you know, it kind of takes your takes your mind off of it a little bit, you know, just seeing how happy they were. But, you know, I'm not a dummy. I, I, I get, I get told I'm a dummy, um, <laughs> you know, for, for leaving, for, for leaving this group, because they're going to be super, super talented. And, you know, some people are like, well, why are you leaving when you have a great shot at winning it again next year? And um, the one thing I've been blessed with at West is we've had unbelievable student athletes and my time eventually coaching is always going to, you know, somewhere is going to come to an end and, you know, always be, you know, you, you're always going to leave a talented group when you're at West. And, um, it was just one of those where I felt like if I didn't throw my name in the hat, you know, kind of when this opportunity w- would present itself again. So, um, for coaching, it's not necessarily 
I'm completely ever done with that. You know, once a coach, kind of always a coach. And there might be somewhere down the road where, you know, I could jump back in in some type of volunteer style or be a freshman coach or something or if a head job opens where it's right. Um, but for, for now, uh, yeah, I'm kind of pursuing uh, um, our athletic director coordinator job over at West. Our coach's corner, Charlie Johnson, now former head coach of the Billings West Golden Bears girls basketball team, the Class AA state champions this most recent season. Coach's corner presented by Dave Maldonado and Maldonado Law. Maldonado Law, your Big Sky Defenders, visit bigskydefender.com to see how Dave and his team can help you. Uh, last thing for you, Coach. Women's basketball as a whole, I think, has made uh, more strides and gained more popularity than almost any sport in the country. And it's awesome to see. I think it's great to see, especially at the highest level of college basketball. I mean, the, the Final Four was getting all-time high ratings and, and all that. And I think it, it, it all trickles down. And I think that's why you see so many bona fide sure. Division One players in Class AA right now and across the state of Montana at all levels. But in your mind, in your eyes, how did you see uh, just the high school ranks and specifically Class AA evolve over your last 10 years there at Billings West? Yeah, you know, um, I, I definitely the game has evolved from from my first <laughs> my first couple of years where you know um, we were probably more of a controlled style team as far as you know ran a lot more sets and you know defenses you know um, you know we weren't we weren't scoring the points we were in my last you know five six years and that's just you know not to say we had any more talented players just you know the game's just been just evolved and. You know, for the better, uh, uh, we had five or six games when we were in the upper 70s, and, you know, that's with rotating, you know, younger players in. And you always just sit there and say, man, if I were to leave my horses in a little bit longer, could we hit, you know, 80, 90? And especially this year being the, uh, the first year of the shot clock, you know, uh, I think it's been, you know, just great for the high school game. I, I really didn't too much, you know, um, maybe hindrance or people afraid that it was, you know, going to cause floppy play. I, I thought, um, you know, it, it created a lot more quality shots for for multiple clubs. And, you know, it was just, it, it, it's it's cool to see. And it's, like I said, watching, you know, I'm a fan of basketball and, um, you know, watching just how the girls game has evolved. We have some very, very good players in the state at at multiple levels, uh, and it's it's just a cool thing to see. Um, you know, I think when you go into a gym, you know, that, that kind of that old, you know, oh, geez, watching girls' sports is like watching paint dry. I, I don't <laughs> – it shouldn't be like that. You know, definitely in my eyes, coaching it and being around it, it's, you know, just it's changed and evolved, and you, you said it watching the Final Four. Um, that was – some high-class basketball some, for some very good teams. And seeing a player like, you know, Caitlin Clark, you know, <laughs> shoot from the logo and just do all that stuff. And it's, it's, it's amazing. And, you know, we have some very, very good players, you know, like you said, in the state, but locally in Billings, it's, it's fun to watch. So if you're a fan of basketball and you can get out next season, uh, go watch these games. It's, it's, it's going to be good basketball. Charlie Johnson, Billings West, here on Nuanas Now. Coach, we really appreciate the time. Congratulations on a great run this last season. Congratulations on a great career, and uh, best of luck moving forward. But thanks so much for making some time for us today. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Not very many people in sports get to go out on top, man. 
Billings West played for four state championships under uh, Charlie Johnson. They lost to Sentinel in 2014. Uh, they lost again uh, in, in 2019. And then they shared the 2020. Uh, they lost in 2019, excuse me, to that great Helena High team that three-peated, led by Jamie Pickens and Cameron Hillborn. And uh, then in 2020, the Bears had to share the state championship with Helena Capital because it got called off because of COVID. So a lot of, you know, you had two heartbreaking losses and a shared crown. So then to get the outright crown for the first time since 2011 and the first time under Coach Johnson, pretty impressive. And then he gets to ride off into the sunset, moving on to other things and uh, going to be the athletic director there at Billings West. And uh, I, I'm almost certain that Billings West sports will remain strong with Charlie Johnson in a leadership position. Uh, they've always had great sports there at Billings West and a variety of different sports. They have one of the premier football programs in the state right now with Rob Stanton at the helm. They have a great track and field program for both uh, boys and girls and uh, really competitive in, in boys and girls basketball always as well. Uh, they just have a lot of resources, a lot of great athletes there in Billings, but they also have a winning culture throughout the entire high school. So uh, I expect continued success. Our Coach's Corner, presented by Maldonado Law. Dave Maldonado, one of the ace trial lawyers in the state of Montana. He has more than 10 years of litigation experience. A top-notch criminal defense lawyer who also is an expert when it comes to personal injury. You don't want to battle the insurance companies on your own. Let Dave take on the heavy lifting for you. Get a hold of Maldonado Law and see what they can do for you by visiting BigSkyDefender.com. Maldonado Law, your Big Sky defenders and proud presenters of the Coach's Corner here on Nuanas Now. I am so starving. I wish I could have some wings. We're going to give you some wings. Wing Wednesday, Desperado style. Dozen wings from the Despo. Next, keep it right here. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. ESPN Radio. They were DJing a bunch of rap yesterday, so I decided to throw down some of my, you know, West Coast gangster rap. A little dub C for you here on your Wednesday. Thanks for hanging out. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. This Wednesday and every Wednesday for more than 10 years, we have been giving you the chance to win a basket of the best wings in the city of Missoula and in the state of Montana, the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. They're located there on Russell Street here in the Garden City, right across from the YMCA. And uh, it's a great place, man. I, I've been swinging in there pretty much every Sunday, pick up some wings, pick up some fries for my nephews, place a little wager, and uh, then go, go on up the hill. They got a new online uh, ordering platform. They also have... Uh, Great burgers and fries and beers, but it's the wings that keeps you coming back for more. I particularly love the hot teriyaki, but there's all sorts of great flavors on the wings. If you want to check out the best wings in Montana, call us right now. We have a basket of wings for the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill for you. Call 406-888-1029. Call number four. We got a dozen wings for the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. 888-1029. Give us a call right now. We are also needing you to get a hold of us if you are one of the top finishers in our ESPN Bracket Challenge. 
ESPN MT 2023 Bracket Challenge. There's been some confusion because there's some of the old groups. You can't delete old groups. So if you have groups on there, those groups stay around forever. So some of you threw brackets in some of our old groups. Some of you threw brackets in all of our groups, so that's good because at least you got into the current one. But it has to be that ESPN MT 2023 Bracket Challenge. If you see your name on the leaderboard, we got prizes for the top six people in the main challenge and then prizes uh, for the top finishers in the second chance bracket as well. We have heard from about half of the people that are going to win prizes. If we, if you, if you are listening right now and you haven't got a hold of us, we need you to get a hold of us because we can see your username and stuff. But if you don't have your real name, like some of the the names are just auto generated, so there's no indication who the name is, and we can't click on it. There's no contact information there. So we need you to text us and say, "Hey, I'm you know whoever this username." This is my phone number, and then we'll follow up with you. We'll get you your prizes, or we'll tell you how you could come get your prizes. But either way, we've heard from half of you. We need the other half to text us uh, anytime, 406-888-1029. Let us know your username, who you are, and uh, we will then confirm that you are a prize winner, and uh, we'll go from there. We'll figure out how to get you your prizes. But uh, congratulations to Shane. He is our ESPN MT Bracket Challenge winner. Uh very impressive performance. He had UConn going all the way. Uh, and uh, congratulations to some of our other winners that we've spoken to as well. But thousands and thousands of dollars of prizes. And thanks to our presenting sponsors of our Bracket Challenge, Katie O'Keefe's uh, one of the go-to spots in Missoula for all your sports-watching needs. It's also the friendliest casino in town. They're at the Stevens Center. They provided a $500 cash prize. And also congratulations uh, and thank you to UpTop. UpTop Clothing, they have... Gear and merchandise, Grizz, Cats, Montana Tech, Montana Western, whole bunch of Montana high school gear as well. Visit teamuptop.com. Use the promo code ESPN5 at checkout. This is their last day. You're going to get a chance to use it. ESPN5 at checkout. That'll get you $5 off. Thanks to Uptop Clothing for providing more than $500 worth of merchandise and prizes and Katie O'Keefe's for providing $500 in cash money in prizes as well. Hour one of the books, hour two coming at you. One of the greatest events of the year, the Masters, is underway starting tomorrow. Andrew Schmidt, our go-to guy, a podcast contributor on Skyline Sports, a uh, former Grizz running back and NFL agent, but more importantly, one of my great friends and just a hilarious guy who really loves live tweeting the Masters. He'll join us next for our ESPN Roundtable. Keep it right here. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia. When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.